the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. By Bridgeway Community Church. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Happy Theological Thursday. Today we're going to talk about the theology of marriage. Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today, wherever you are? In your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on my socials. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there on Facebook Live and on YouTube Live. So thanks a lot for tuning in and talking to one another there. And of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM right here out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV, that's D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So thanks a lot for tuning in. Today is Theological Thursday, and if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today. And then Open Phone-In Fridays, anything you want to talk to me about tomorrow is fair game. Just give me a call and we can talk about race, religion, relationships, or whatever it is that's on your heart. All right. So make sure you uh, have me scheduled for Friday at 3 p.m. And then, of course, on Saturdays, we do have a special weekend edition every Saturday from 3 to 3.30. Now, today we are going to talk about the theology of marriage. Question on the table, what is a biblical uh, theology of marriage? What, what, what does God have in mind for marriage and uh, where does divorce fit in? Uh, some of you have asked questions about separation, divorce, marriage, and, and what scriptures say about that. And and then, of course, if you know, we can talk about other ideas with regard to marriage as well. So, what we'll do is we'll cover the show with a short word of prayer, and then we'll get right into uh, the topic theologically. And I'll take your phone calls. My phone number is eight 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 four three two. 7434. So feel free to call me now if you have a question about marriage or about divorce or any aspect of marriage, the theology of marriage. All right, there's your setup there. Uh, Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are the one that came up with the idea of marriage and you define it uh, in your word. And we just pray that you give us your grace and your insight to help us work through and walk through the difficulties that we might have. 
uh, in our marriages or in the understanding of it. We commit today's show over to you now, and it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Together, everyone said, Amen and Amen. Uh, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com, andersonspeaks.com. There you can get all the information, not only me, but also on my books, uh, including my new book, Be Encouraged, How to Encourage Yourself and Others in Discouraging Times. It's a small book. You can give it away to a lot of people because it's less than 10 bucks, and uh, it's only about 30 pages or so. And May it be an encouragement to you and others that you love during the holidays, especially. So feel free to pick that up at andersonspeaks.com. So what is God's desire for marriage? What is his definition? Well, the biblical view of marriage, it's really a God-given voluntary sexual and public social union of one man and one woman, right, from different families for the purpose of serving, of serving God. The way I like to put it, one man, one woman, one lifetime. So I believe that that's God's definition of marriage. He's the one that's come up with it. And he's the one that can define it, right? Now, remember, we're talking about what God's ideal is. God doesn't desire that you uh, divorce. He doesn't desire, uh, in my opinion, that, and I'd love to talk to you about it, that two men are married or two women are married. Uh, I do believe that God's ideal is one man, one woman, one lifetime. Now, we also know that we live in a fallen world, and as a result of the sin of Adam and Eve, and then hence our sin as being in the human condition, uh, sickness was never supposed to be a part of our lives, but it is because of sin. Separation was not supposed to be a part of our life, but it is because of sin. Death was not supposed to be a part of our life, but because of sin, death is a part of the human experience. And so with that comes a polygamy, uh, with that comes um, divorce. Uh, and so some of you might be in a second or a third uh, marriage. You know, you, you look back and say, I don't think that was God's plan, but God was merciful with me. God would have rather me uh, marry a loving man, uh, a, a loving woman, uh, to live according to his word, to honor him, to treat one another with respect and love as we are both serving Christ for the rest of our days. And then until one dies, until death do us part, then if death does you part, you are free to remarry if God sends you another godly spouse. And so that's the way it's supposed to work. And really, we weren't supposed to die. You know, you weren't supposed to have widows and orphans and single parents and all of that. It's not, wasn't God's greatest perfect will. It was not supposed to be murder. And so if somebody uh, kills a man who's married to a woman and they have a baby, now she's a single mother who is now a, a widow. That's not God's perfect will. And so we just need to be clear on what God's ideal is theologically. And then let's work back the practical stuff from there. But it says in Genesis 2, 22 and 24, then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man. And he brought her to the man. The man said, this is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She will be called woman for she was taken out of man. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife 
and they become one flesh. Proverbs 18.22 says, He who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. And so we know God has created this union between man and woman, even in the garden. Well, what questions do you have about marriage, divorce, remarriage, uh, same-sex marriage? Maybe uh, even you're in a marriage right now and you're just saying, Doc, I need I need God's word on this marriage situation that I'm in even now. Well, whatever it is, whatever you want to talk about, it is Theological Thursday, and our topic is the theology of marriage. So give me a call. Maybe you're in between marriages. Maybe you're separated. If I can help walk you through it, talk you through it, pray you through it, I'm right here on WAVA. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. My number, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. with Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show. Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call in and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark. I listen to you uh, very much, and it's, good, it's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice in the radio. You are not afraid to take any topic. Uh, you are very humble, and um, it's, it just gives us comfort. I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage Mondays. Even though I'm not married, it's okay. I love it. I love the advice. I listen to it all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. Um, so I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says on here. It's amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not only does he impact the um, local area, but his message is so powerful that it deserves to go on a broader spectrum. Comprehension begins with conversation. is not just a phrase. It's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. You've been in your home for 15 plus years. You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof, and you know what a mess it can be. Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. 
Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. See you online, and um, thank you for tuning in on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there, okay? Feel free to give me a call today. My phone number is 888-432-7434. I'm live in studio. We're talking about the theology of marriage. What is a biblical, theological view of marriage? I'd love to take your calls now, so let me run to Washington, D.C. for our first call with uh, Renea, who is on the line. Hello, Miss Renea. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. It's Renee. It's Renee. Um, okay, got it. Sorry about that. Yes. Um, my younger, well, one of my older sons, he wants to talk about, he's talking about marriage. And Okay, let me put it this way. I was married to his father, and we got divorced. And that was back in 1993. I have not married again, but his father has. So I'm trying to find the word to speak to him about he thinks his father is in sin because he remarried. Or if I decide to get married, I will be in sin. So can you speak a little bit to that? So the question is, what is a biblical remarriage, right? Uh, I think that, right. that's okay. the mm-hmm. key. So let me ask you a couple of questions about your marriage. Did you guys get divorced mm-hmm. because of adultery? Yes, uh-huh. we did. Uh-huh. All right. And did he divorce you or did you divorce him or did y'all together decide we're going to get a divorce? Well, I divorced him. Okay. And was he the, the offender here? He was. All right. So um, here's the thing. According to Matthew 19, um, Jesus actually says, you know, haven't you read that at the beginning, the creator made them male and female and said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother, be united to his wife and become one flesh. So they no longer yes. are two, but one. Therefore, what God has yes. joined together, let no man separate. So then they yes. asked Jesus, yes. well, why did you allow uh, Moses to give a certificate of the divorce? And Jesus replied, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives because your hearts were hard, but it was not that way from the beginning. So if, uh, I tell you that uh, whoever divorces his wife, here it is, except for marital unfaithfulness and marries another woman, commits adultery. Mm. So, first mm. of all, it was a male-dominated culture, so the man would divorce the woman, not necessarily the woman divorcing the man. But now that we're in a, right. a culture where both can happen, a man can divorce uh, a woman and a woman can divorce a man, this, this is what is called the exception clause. So because he committed adultery, uh, this would this would be seen as a biblical divorce. Right. So you're not wrong now. Just because he slept with somebody else doesn't mean you have to get divorced. In fact, I believe God wants you all to work it out, but you all couldn't work it out. You ended up being divorced. So now if you did remarry. You would not, in my opinion, I would say do it under the the shepherding of a pastor. But if the pastor Mm -hmm. affirms you and the person that you want to marry, I don't see that as Mm -hmm. uh, a biblical. I see that as a biblical remarriage. Okay. Okay. Now, what about him? You would consider his father being a, yeah, what about him? Is that adultery? I mean, what is that considered? He he committed adultery and then he remarried. So. 
Right. And so he committed adultery. Then y'all got divorced. Then he remarried. Mm -hmm. The jury is out on that. Some would say that he is in sin because Mm -hmm. he's the one that broke the marriage. Others would say, and I might fall into this category, and that is Mm -hmm. that he committed adultery. That was the sin. The consequence was divorce. Now he if he's free to remarry if he's reconciled with you the question is mm-hmm. has he reconciled mm-hmm. with you not remarried you but has he repented right. and asked for forgiveness for adultery well we we still i'm still friends with him he has never said i'm sorry or apologized you understand but i forgave him if I didn't, I would not be friends with him. I would not have, a, you know, any kind of relationship, you know, with him. So I have forgiven him. Like I said, he's never said to me, I'm sorry. As a matter of fact, it was some years in between that, and God was really yanking on my heart, and I didn't want to do it. But I finally did it. I asked him, did he want his family back? And what did he say? And of course, you can, he said no. Hmm. I said the Lord, and I, well, I said, then I asked him. I said, "You so you know, the Lord didn't say anything? Talk to you about?" He's like, "No." I was like, "Okay." Hmm. That, that right, they kind of sealed the deal for me. Not, and you know what? I wasn't mad at him because I was doing what God. I felt that God led me to do. Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah well, it's again. I, I could see where your son might think he's in. Okay, he abandoned his family basically. He could. He's the one that broke right. the family up, right? And so mm-hmm. you know, if I were the pastor to him. And he asked me what to do. I would make sure that he came back to you and reconciled. Whether it turned into remarriage again is a different story. Don't know. But he's got to get that Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. before he's free to remarry someone else. Did he end up marrying the person he he committed adultery with? He did. Yes. Yes. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, he didn't. Okay. I mean, just all that is wrong. Mm -hmm. There's nothing good about that. Now, God can redeem it and God can put grace over a situation. If he's already in a second marriage, leave it there. Don't try to divorce again. Come back to you. None of that is right either. No, no, no. Because that was before he got married that I asked him back. I understand. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm -hmm. I didn't do that. And then I knew it was the thing is, I think about my son, my, they were like five and seven and they came home and told me about the relationship yeah that's that's they didn't know better you know yeah. what i'm saying but they did you know yeah so well, well again and then i guess hindsight is twenty twenty for them now so. right and were y'all under the covering of a pastor at the time yeah I, well i was yeah <laughs> yeah so he you was know, not what we do now but, but you know what but you know doctor i because of him i came to christ <laughs> his right. family, cover him and his family. That right. I was baptized in his grandmother's church, so yeah. Mm. But no, he he. Let me say this: he wasn't walking. Well, no. here, here's here's so. what you need to focus on, and that is you, and whether you can remarry or not. And I think if God leads you uh, into a relationship with a godly man, uh, again, if mm-hmm. I were pastoring you, based on what I've heard from you today, I would say you're mm-hmm. f- you're free to remarry. Right, and that's what I want to explain to my son, and you know, in case because he's really bothered by that, and and I'm like Derek, I said, okay, even this is what I told him. I said, even if you think that he he's wrong and he did wrong, I said, God forgave him. We have to forgive him. Well, that's true. you know what I'm saying. The God is a forgiving God, so that's if we true. don't forgive. I said, just forgive him and and keep on going, babe. I said, well, you know, you know he's... well, he's. I was like, hey, pray for him, forgive him, and yeah. move on. Well, he's dealing with the abandonment of his dad. 
And that in and of itself has nothing to do with you. That has to do with the kind of father he has been. And your son had to grow up Uh without the father being present. So I would, all those feelings that your son has are right feelings. He just has to put mm-hmm, them in the right mm-hmm. place before Almighty God. That's what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying, Dr. Anson. Exactly but, uh, what I'm saying. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, well, hopefully um, this helps. You said help. Matthew 19. Yeah. What was the scripture you said? Yeah, Matthew chapter 19, um, verses, uh-huh. really you can read verses 1 through 9, and that gives okay. you that whole okay. section that I read. And another passage is Matthew 5. So those two passages, Matthew 19 and Matthew 5, are sort of those mm-hmm. marriage exception, if you want to call it exception passages, okay? okay? Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. This is my first time listening to your show, and it's not by chance. I was just pulling out from work from my garage, and I can turn on the radio. God. And God. lo and behold, I, that's why I said, look at him. God, mm-hmm. hey, he confirms his word. He, he's an awesome God. But anyway, thank you so much. I'll be calling you back someday. I sure <laughs> hope so. Lord bless you. God bless you, Renee. <laughs> Well, this is, this is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. My phone number is 888-432-7434. And we're talking about the theology of marriage. And you already heard one phone call about uh, what is the Bible way of remarriage. What do you want to talk about? Where does divorce fit in? And what are you supposed to do if you want to get married to someone? You're single. They've been divorced. So we, we got all kind of conversations around this broad topic of the theology of marriage. Let's go to Anonymous in Washington, D.C. Hi, Anonymous. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking? Okay, so kind of building on the previous caller, I called because I'm a single woman, never been married. I have a lot of friends that have never been married. I have some friends that are divorced and friends that are got married later in life, probably none of them are as religious as I am in terms of, you know, having grown up in church and kind of stay connected to that. My comment slash question was about, so I don't feel as strongly about marriage at this point in life as I might have felt when I was younger. It hadn't happened, whatever, whatever. And so while I can have some respect for people who, you know, because of their experiences or choices are more uh, stringent about it, kind of like what this lady was saying about her son. Um, I just, like, I just feel way different as a result of not being married. From And so, again, like this concept of what Jesus said to the woman at the well mm-hmm. and then what Jesus said about divorce, like, uh from that theological perspective with the, you know, concept of awareness of Jesus, I guess I question or I'm trying to say that I'm way more open than others might be mm-hmm. because I feel like even if even if you did get married or, you know, whatever you did before, there's all this other stuff going on, but people need rules or structure to fill in line. So how can that work into the theology in terms of people who are way more stringent, one per, uh, one man, one woman for a lifetime versus people who, yes, life has happened to, they got divorced, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Or even if I, at this point, meet somebody and that person is divorced and who mm-hmm. knows how many other partners they have, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, just being able to come to terms and be at peace right. with that, which for me, through Jesus, like, 
Yeah, uh, there's a level of where everything, anything is everything, and you don't have to stress it because Jesus, in the end, kind of, uh, you know, can reconcile all of that well, versus you, being so... Yeah. Well, you don't want to have it. Well, you don't want to have it. Anything goes because Jesus can cover everything. I, I don't think that that is appropriate as well, because Jesus says, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." So the question is, what is Jesus's truth on this topic? Not what is my truth, and God will cover it all because He's loving. So that's one one thing we want to make sure to get straight. Now, the way I help deal with all these different issues that you're talking about is I look at the ideal and I look at the real. Right. The ideal is what was God's purpose? What was God's plan? And then the real that purpose and that plan may have faltered in my life. But how do I still uphold the ideal, but live in the real? And that's why I call the show Real Talk. I'm down here in real life. But how do we then fix what's wrong down here, but keep God's picture of the ideal so we don't just throw that out and say, you know what, there's no ideal. It's kind of do whatever you want. Do you understand the difference between that? Hold on one second. When I get back from my break, I'll pick this call right back up. So hold on. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. To put it simply, this is why WAVA and Dignity Freedom Network are teaming up to stop young girls around the world from being abused and exploited. I lived in constant fear that they might sell me at any moment. That was my life for two years. With just $4.54, you can provide a child with a night of shelter, safety, and healing in the name of Jesus, all through Dignity Freedom Network. Rescue a girl now at WAVA.com. This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. Alexa can play WAVAFM and hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com. Free inspiration and encouragement every morning, noon, and night sent directly to your inbox. Sign up for free devotionals at Crosswalk.com. Crosswalk.com. Everyone deserves a good story. That's why Family Fiction is devoted to compiling and celebrating Christian stories of all kinds with a newsletter, digital magazine, and updates. Find it all at FamilyFiction.com. Attention, your money is now controlled by the U.S. government. Picture a world where your every purchase is monitored, 
tracked, and controlled by those in power to suppress the freedoms of those they see fit. Hi, my name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. And right now, I've become very focused on the impending rollout of the central bank digital currency. This is not a work of fiction. It's a terrifying reality looming on the horizon. But there is a bit of good news. I've partnered with Advantage Gold to offer you a solution. They are specialists in converting your traditional assets, like those inside an IRA or 401k, into tangible assets such as physical gold and silver. Don't allow your money to be controlled. Claim your free gold protection kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000-800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Call 800-900-8000. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Theological Thursday. We're talking about the theology of marriage. If you're just joining us, maybe maybe you're just getting into the car. What is a biblical theology of marriage? Uh, I believe it's one man, one woman for one lifetime. That's the ideal. But then we're living in the real. And of course, there's all kinds of things that happen, right? Breakup, separation, divorce, uh, same-sex attraction. There's so much to it. And so my caller right before the break, who's still on with me now, anonymous from Washington, D.C., single, never been married, and says there's a whole lot of freedom and open room here. What do you think about my response to that, Miss Anonymous? Um. <clears throat> I would say that I think that, especially because you're a pastor and you have to lead people, that it's fine for you to have your constructs. And um, and I would say that I'm probably only as open as I am as a result of the sp- experience that I have or have not had. Mm-hmm. And I also think that there are people that are far way more open than I am, like, for mm-hmm. example, same same sex loving people or people who don't have any kind of respect for marriage or people who are open. And, and I think that God can be involved in their lives. And thankfully that's nothing I have to resolve for myself. Mm -hmm. But, um, I think that there need there, you know, people need structure and that sometimes it's easiest and best to find the structure and confines that, that complement, you know, your view on it at that point. And so I'm saying that from that perspective, mm-hmm. like if I were to get married and the person was divorced, I come from a family where maybe I would get a lot of pressure from my family about, right. you know, okay, you shouldn't marry a divorced person or whatever, or that type of thing. Because I did grow up with my mom kind of saying that I shouldn't even be interested in dating people who are, whose parents were divorced, mm-hmm. but my mom ultimately got divorced. And so, uh, I mean, I'm just asking the question from that perspective that I think there is a lot of opportunity and area for grace yeah. from a lot of different perspectives, especially for those who have had a certain straight and narrow experience and are able to uh, live comfortably in those more constricting confines versus people who maybe have not had those experience or have ha- experiences or have had to have bad experiences and have to come to some kind of resolution in their religion if they are of that religious 
bent how their reality and truth is different from the more constricting confines. Well, you've you've articulated that very well, by the way. And that is, is there enough is there enough grace to cover all of these feelings, experiences, and the realities of people's lives? And my answer to that would be yes. But the question I would also ask is, what truth are we measuring even those experiences by? Are we measuring it against God's truth, or does or do those experiences become our truth? So if we look at God's truth and then we look at our experiences, as long as we measure it against the plumb line of God's truth, that at least gives us a North Star to look at. And so, for instance, I might not say, you know, don't ever marry a divorced man. I would say, well, what does the scripture say about that? And it doesn't say that you can never marry a divorced person. The question is, what kind of divorce is it? And if it's a biblical divorce, then you're free to marry. If it's not a biblical divorce, then from God's word, you may not be free to marry. Now, what happens if you do it anyway? Well, I know a lot of people who probably are in their second or third marriages and who even knows if it was a biblical marriage or not. But we, you know, they're heterosexual couples, so we just accept it. You know, I've been married to Sally for 20 years. Hey, Sally, how you doing? My name's Dr. Anderson. You know, we don't even think about it. But if it's a same-sex couple, then we're twisted in our minds like, well, that's wrong. That's not of God. You know, as soon as we start vetting certain marriages, we've got to vet all marriages. And so I'm with you in the sense that let's let grace cover a lot of this because it gets really, really hard to try to figure it out. Like, you know... If somebody's in a second marriage or a third marriage, what do you do? Do you accept them and just say, God, you figure it out? That's what I do. <laughs> you know, unless they're coming to me as a pastor saying, I really, really want to know and what should I do? You know, then what does the word of God say? Then I want to try to help them navigate it. But so many of us have, have uh, tangled up a, a, a web that is so woven that only the grace of God can cover it. So I'm, I'm agreeing with you in one case. The only thing I would add to what you're saying, I don't even know if it's disagreeing, but one thing I would add to what you're saying is let's make sure we have a plumb line of what truth is and then measure all those other experiences against that plumb line as we make our own personal decisions. What do you think about that? Okay. So I, the only thing I think, or I agree, we're agreeing, saying the same thing, not disagreeing, but I would like to hear your perspective about, you know, Jesus handling the woman at the well with you've had five marriages and the one, the man you're dealing with now is not your husband or whatever the case may be. And um, I guess it's an issue of like, you know, holiness or uh, what is uh, righteousness Mm -hmm. in terms of our living. And I guess I kind of feel that all of our righteousness is as, as filthy rags. So even if a person who has, you know, they they were virgins when they got married and they've mm-hmm. never been with anybody else. They have a tendency to obviously idolize marriage from a religious perspective in terms of how they talk and those mm-hmm. types of things. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important to keep it in perspective that all of that is that kind of concept as filthy rags when mm-hmm. it comes into the reality so that people whose truth and reality is not as pure as those, they don't they don't um, beat up on themselves or let sure. themselves you know, get put in a hierarchy where they feel they're less than because these people are more pure yeah. or supposedly sinless. Yeah, you don't want people who have gone through bad experiences or have made bad choices in their life to feel like second-class citizens. 
and you want them to feel honored and loved and cared for as well. And that part I agree with and I bless you because I think the church needs to be better at that. But at the same time, what we don't want to do is dumb down the good example of somebody who's done it right. You know, and not that they can look down their nose and say, look, we've done it right. But to say, you know what, this is the way God has designed this to be. He didn't want your mom to get divorced. You know, I he- would just modify that to say who mm-hmm. those who have been blessed to have lived it in a way that I would say that versus who's done it right. Okay, maybe, I but think to be able to maybe, but to, you know, God can turn. Well, but if you're going to count everything that we do that's not right in our life as a blessing, I guess you could do that. Well, no, I was saying it from the perspective of um, having the mindset that I did this right and I made these choices, and that's why I'm experiencing this versus oh, you. Oh, right, right, right. So to, to kind of put it like I'm kind of put it like uh, I'm blessed to have been married for 10 years to a godly woman or godly man you're saying that's a better way to say it than you know the reason why i've been married for 10 years to a godly woman or godly man is because i did it right before god that's what you're saying yeah purely all purely all my doing yeah ain't nothing but grace my mother has four wonderful children (laughs) okay i'm i'm number four okay but it's two boys and two girls and i just think we're all great right if you asked my mother anonymous how did you have such great kids you know what my mother would say it's nothing but the grace of God because <laughs> the reality is she knows that the only reason we're anything, whatever that means, by the way, I put that in air quotes, but whatever that means, my mother would be the first one not to say, let me tell y'all how to have great children. And she would never say that she would be nothing but the grace of God. And I think you're right. And that's the way we ought to be thinking about anything that looks close to the ideal because we're all sinners and we all mess up. You know, there have been people who've stayed married for 30 years, but it's not it's they haven't been a godly marriage. Do you know? So I'm with you. I'm with you on that. And then finally, before I run to my break, the woman at the well, uh, what I want you to see there, you're right. The, you've been with five men and the man you're living with now is not your husband, Jesus says. But guess what happened? She met Jesus. And when she met Jesus, it all became right again. Why? Because he was man number seven, and seven's the perfect number. We need Jesus in our lives to make us whole and to make us healed. Not to go back and say, so I had five husbands, and the one I was living with was, you know, I had six men, and that's the way to do it. No, to be able to say, before I knew Christ, I wasn't really doing it well. But once I met Christ, I became well. Hey, listen, got to let you go, Anonymous. It was great talking with you. When I get back, I'll take your phone calls at 888-432-7434. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. 
Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass, and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? (laughs) Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel. And make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson said. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How's it going, y'all? You hanging out with me today? It's Theological Thursday. We're talking about what the Bible says about marriage. And, of course, we all kind of have different views and thoughts. And like I said, what's the ideal and then what's the real? God's idea, one man, one woman, one lifetime. What's the real? There's a whole bunch going on. Single moms, uh, uh, children out of wedlock, men who don't take responsibility, polygamy, uh, same-sex relationships, and multiple marriages, three, four, five uh, marriages because one didn't work out, then the next one didn't work out, then this and that. These are all the real situations, right? So you have the ideal, which is what we ought to try to shoot for and live up to and and actually celebrate like don't pull down god's ideal because you want the real to be what is right hold up god's ideal and try to get as right as you can and live by the grace of god in whatever situation you're in that's why we call it real talk with dr david anderson and i'm glad to be talking with you maybe you have a question about it a concern maybe you disagree or maybe you're looking for some insight i'll help the best way i can I'll also be challenged by you, and I want to hear from you. So let me give you my phone number, 888-432-7434. Let's go to Anonymous in Vienna, Virginia. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hey, what's up, Doc? I'm doing well. Thanks. So you do that very well. I I don't feel real good talking on the air, but the situation is I got married in the uh, early 80s. Um, It lasted, she had been married before. Lasted about nine years, a little bit less than nine years. And um, then she filed for a no-fault divorce, um, never saw it coming, uh, tried to reconcile and just, you know, give her some space and just, there was, you know, there was no fault and I could have filled up a phone book with faults of mine, but, you know, mm-hmm. n- not uh, infidelity or whatever. But anyway, um, situation was, um, went through a divorce, she married her boss, so that was probably why she filed it for mm-hmm. no fault. So. Um, anyway, um, uh, situation was back in the day I was dating somebody and we reconnected back in October of last year. And we have just been really, um, I mean, committed for, for eternity. That's what I get married the first time. I thought that was going to happen. So the situation is, um, we did a baptism, um, baptismal, you know, um, like, uh, coveted, um, but not underneath, um, the government, um, you know, um, guidelines of, uh, marriage because I mean, she was really opposed to it. And when she started saying about, you know, when a man can marry a man and a woman can marry a woman, you know, it's not a God thing. So just, and that's why I kind of dropped in here 
to just visit with you because you've got a lot of insight on a lot of um, biblical stuff. So that's where. Well, let me make you know, sure. Anyway, let me make sure I'm certainly. clear first and honest. Are you saying that the woman that you are with now, y'all did a spiritual marriage, but you didn't, not a legal one? Correct. And as a result of that, it was kind of funny. I shared that with a couple other close friends, and then um, it hit. Um, it got out there on the, uh, you know, like on the, um, you know, social media. And then my family said, you need to give us an uh, invitation because I've been uh, divorced since the 90s. So, you know, it was a long time coming, but I felt like, it was, you know, God closed the door and then opened one with with um, the person that I'm with now. But she, it's a distant um, relationship. She, her dad's still alive, and uh, I wouldn't change that and impede that for any reason because my mom and dad, both went home to be with the Lord with me present, you know, holding. Is she living with her dad? Pardon me? Is she living with her dad? Very close. Yes. In another state? Very close. I mean, yes, sir. Correct. Is she taking care of him? Um, He's, he's um, able to get around, but um, she just is concerned. He's day nine. So like I said, I I welcome that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know what to think about it. I I do believe there's a distinct difference between secular marriage and sacred marriage. And sacred marriage is holy matrimony under God. And so if you guys came together with a preacher, holy matrimony with witnesses before God, and you had that kind of a ceremony that was public like that, I, you know, I could be convinced that that's okay. It doesn't have to be well, secular. You don't get the you don't get the benefits of a secular married couple. You're not legally correct. married, but if you're spiritually married and you made a commitment and a covenant with a preacher, not just with each other, with a preacher under God in holy matrimony, I could be convinced that that would be okay. Now, the idea of living separately while she's living with her father, did she ever really leave and cleave? You know, should you leave and go be with her if she's truly your wife? You know, should she leave and be right. with you if she's truly your your, your wife? You know, so I do, it, it's complicated. I it can sound, relate to what you're saying. It sounds yeah. complicated. It's probably more than we could probably talk about on the radio. And so I don't want to judge it because maybe Certainly. the reality is she has to be with her father during this time. Right. Um, but as long as you're committed to her, she's committed to you. Did yeah. you guys actually have a ceremony with a preacher? No, we did not. Okay. But that was actually, that was just because she was only um, here for a little while and we had talked about it and it was on the anniversary that we um, reconnected when she came by and it was just, um, I mean, I'm still so excited. Yeah. I talked to her every day. I'd get just, some personal I mean, counseling with a pastor and I would, okay. if you're really going to marry, then marry with a accountability of, right of a pastor. Otherwise it's glorified dating. You know, you may have made a commitment in your heart. She made a commitment in her heart, but it sounds to me like glorified dating and it's a good date. It's like, you got a great woman, a distance relationship. You can call her your wife. if you want to. That ain't no Honda. Right. I heard that. Um, And so I would call, I probably wouldn't call it a marriage. I'd call it a commitment, you know, but until you do it, uh, holy matrimony under God, 
you know, and I, I would encourage you to do it legally too, but that's a different conversation. Sure. But at least I wouldn't call myself truly married unless I actually okay. truly do it with Jesus okay. as the as the best man. You know what I'm saying? There you, I'm so convinced that what you just gave me is just wisdom, and it's not even Wednesday. So there you God go. Bless you. God bless you. Have back. a great day, doctor. Thank he you does so much. Every day. Praise the Lord. You got it, and we'll be right back. Investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. Looking for a beautiful and functional upgrade to your home this summer? 3-Day Blinds has you covered. At 3-Day Blinds, our free in-home design consultation makes it easy. A 3-Day Blinds design expert will help you find the window treatment solution that works best for your home's needs and style. We bring the showroom to you with loads of samples, giving you an idea of how different fabrics look in your home. Your designer also provides expert measurements and helps coordinate installation. Book your free in-home consultation by visiting 3dayblinds.com. Take control of your window treatments with Motorized by 3-Day Blinds. Whether you're at home or on vacation, you can operate your window treatments with the touch of a button using the 3-Day Blinds app. 3-Day Blinds has specialized in window treatments for more than 40 years, and it's the name people trust. At 3-Day Blinds, we have stylish and functional window treatments for any occasion. For your free custom same-day quote, schedule your free in-home design consultation now at 3dayblinds.com. That's 3dayblinds.com. We call it the Bible bus. Get on or off anytime you want as we travel through the Bible. When was the last time that you went to the top of a mountain and watched the sun come up and thank God for it? When was the last time you walked by the seashore and listened to the sobbing of the waves as they broke? Or that you stopped out on the desert and saw that long vista and you thanked him for it? He is the creator. And even in a world that has been tinctured and touched by sin, there's still beauty in his creation. And the heavens still declare the glory of God, and his firmament showeth the handiwork. Hear more at ttb.org as Dr. J. Vernon McGee takes you through the Bible. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Can you believe the hour has flown by? 
you know, we've been talking about the theology of marriage. Tomorrow, it's open phone-in Friday. So anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. You know, we talked about the theology of, of uh, not the theology, we talked about the wisdom of technology yesterday. And then on Tuesday, we talked about, uh, you know, romance and how to enhance romance. So Marriage Monday, we had conversation about, uh, you know, marriage and, and sex. And so it's been quite the, quite the week. And I'm willing to talk to you about any topic tomorrow, business, money, education, race, religion, relationships, politics, the jury's out. All you got to do is, is call me and make sure that you have the number in your, in your smartphone under my name. My number is 888-432-7434. You can just put my name, Dr. David Anderson, in your contacts, and uh, you can call me anytime between three and four <laughs> right here on uh, WAVA. If you're trying to memorize the number, just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. You know, the biblical view of marriage is not everybody's view. You've got to understand that. But for those who are followers of Jesus Christ, who are Christians, who've invited Christ into their life and are trying to live a life that is honoring to God, uh, we want to make sure we do it God's way. And it doesn't mean we're perfect, and we surely shouldn't look down our nose at other people. And living in a pluralistic society, everyone's not going to view marriage in the same way. So we've got to be careful not to uh, push our ideas on other people in a way that is prideful, but we want to do it in a way that is loving and to share with people, this is what God's idea is about this. And then they'll have to choose as they decide that they want to have a relationship with God or not. Uh, so we, the best thing we can do is live out our example. And the reality is half the marriages within Christianity, as well as within our culture, fall apart in divorce anyway. And so what is going to make people want to be married for a lifetime to the same person, you know, and some of you have had parents who married until one has died or both have died. There are not a lot of kids today that have that example where they've grown up with a mom and a dad who still love one another uh, till death do them part. And so just realize that as the times change, um, we have to change with the times, not change our standards, but understand that the crowd you're talking to may not be the same crowd that are present like when you were growing up. Uh, there's a different standard of what family is. And instead of condemning that standard, let's understand it and live with it, the ideal and the real, because God loves everyone. And single moms, I mean, praise God for them. I mean, you know what? No matter how you ended up having that child, the reality is, remember Hagar, Genesis 16, uh, Abraham had sex with Hagar because his wife couldn't have a child. And so she pushed forward her maidservant Hagar. And then she gets jealous and kicks Hagar out of the house. And now Hagar's living in the desert. And that's why in Genesis 16, uh, Hagar says to God, I will name you El Roy, which means the God who sees. In other words, you saw me out here with this kid and you ministered to me. God valued that single woman with a child out there. And so let's just realize that God sees all of us regardless of our marital status. Can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to have today's conversation. Would you please encourage our hearts wherever we are with regard to the relationships we have? For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen and amen.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.